welcome to episode is this the third episode i believe this is the third episode of the everlasting castle hi guys welcome back thank you guys so much for listening i have been gone for a while i have i have not posted any pee in about i think two or three weeks and i apologize it's on my behalf i've neglected this podcast um and i'm gonna be transparent with you guys as to why um i lost my grandma when i first made this podcast of this year 2022 january 20th And it's been rough. It's been very, 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 very rough. My relationship with God has been up and down. It's been a roller coaster, honestly, y'all. Um, yeah. <laughs> school has been, I have to adapt to school. And with the loss of my grandmother, it's just been really taking a toll on me. And the Lord's telling me to get up. And to make this podcast, and I, I, I just pray it blesses each and every one of you guys listening, because it's 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 a journey that the Lord and I are on, and I would like all of you to be a part of this journey. And you know, Everlasting Castle, we're gonna be transparent, and I know that's right. Period. The Everlasting Castle, we're gonna be transparent. We're gonna be open if the Lord lets me, which I believe that there is change breaking and vulnerability. Um, and I believe the title of this episode, yeah, I'm not going to get it until y'all see the title. <laughs> um, let's just talk about how the Lord has been going with me through this process, and I believe it's going to be a testimony to somebody. It's going to be a message to somebody. It may be a message to me. It may be a message to somebody that you know is going through a loss that is very very significant and very very dear to their hearts um so this loss of my grandmother has been very different it's been different let me tell you why it's different to say the least when we lose people or when i haven't lost a lot of people in my family i i have i have let me not say that but when it hits very close, close to home, it hurts way more. Um, it hurts way more. And there's times you want to give up. There's times where you want to just throw the towel in and say, I don't, I don't want to do it anymore. But I'm going to give you hope right now. Because that's what the Lord gave me. You don't have to carry it on your own. You don't have to carry it on your own. That's not what the Lord intends for you. It's not what he wants for you. It's not. He doesn't want you to carry it alone. 
God told me the other day, death was never intended for us to carry. Let's think about it like this. Adam and Eve, we always joke about Adam and Eve, right? We always say, we always say, oh, when we go to hell, I'm almost grilled Eve. But Eve flopped once. Let's think about how many times we flop a day against God. And we get on Jonah like, dang Jonah, why are you running from God? But let's think about how many times we do that a day. We get on Judas for betraying Jesus for money. But we do that every day. We do it every day. We're no better than the people that are in the Bible. Let's talk about Judas for a second since we're on the topic of Judas. Judas thought he sinned so bad against God, against Jesus, that he never thought that he could go back to him. And he thought the only way to not deal with anymore was to kill himself. was to be away from God completely because he didn't think God would ever forgive him. He didn't think Jesus would ever forgive him. And let's be granted, we feel like that too when we sin. And if you haven't, you got to check your heart. When we sin against God, we don't want to go back to him sometimes. And that's what the devil wants to keep you there for. But sin was never a burden for us to carry. Death was never a burden for us to carry. God didn't want us to die. When he created the heavens and the earth, he didn't want us to die. That's not what he wants us to face. But in those times where you feel like giving up, in those times where you feel like you don't know if you're going to make it anymore, you don't feel like you're going to want to do anything you just feel I call it a funk a funk f-u-n-k funk not that you funny not now <laughs> a funk like you're just you're you know when you see a skunk and they fart and it just feels funky like you just it smells funky when I, I call it a funk when you go through something and you don't know what to do and you just feel down and it smells it doesn't smell I don't don't know what I'm trying to say but (laughs) it doesn't feel good it doesn't smell good it doesn't it's not what you want it to be and you know what's crazy I did prepare myself for my grandmother's death you know when you get new, or sometimes when you get new to spouse of body and you know, like, you know they're going to die soon and you're just like, okay, cool, like, I'm going to just prepare for it, I'm going to just cry as much as I can now and, and, and do all that I can and just push through it, it's going to be fine. And then it happens and you don't know what to do with yourself. You just think, well, I've prepared for this moment, why am I crying so much? 
because you prepared for something that was going to happen but when it happens it hurts 10 times worse it makes it more surreal because when you're preparing for it they're not dead yet you're acting like they're dead but they're not dead yet but in that time of mourning and crying and weeping God is with you God doesn't tell God told me you don't have to go through this spiritual funk alone (laughs) you don't have to go through it alone it's not a burden I intend for you to carry you need to give it to me I don't know who's listening right now. Give it to God. Give it to God. He's there. He's waiting. He says in his word, he says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. What does rest mean? When you rest and you go to sleep, you're in a comfortable state, right? You're in, you're at peace. You're at ease. You're not worried about what else is going on around you. You're just in the moment, right? That's what God can give us. So the burden that you're carrying on your back that God never intended for you to carry, give it to him. Give it to him. He's waiting. And grief is never going to be easy. Losing somebody is never going to be easy. It never is. No matter how many times you face grief, how many times you look fear or grief in the face, it looks the same. But the more you go through it, it still is the same. Now, you may have days where you're like, oh, I'm great. I'm not grieving today. And you see something that reminds you of the person that you lost and you cry. And you sit there and you're like, it's been years. Why am I still mourning over this person? You're going to. No matter how long they've been gone, you're still going to mourn over them. It's going to get easier. It's going to get easier. But when that wound is still fresh, it still hurts. When that wound is still fresh, it still hurts. So, take the time to tell God how you feel. You can yell, scream, cry. You don't even have to talk at all. Just sit in his presence. Just sit in his presence. God is God is not someone that wants to be far from you. God misses us. God wants to talk to you. He wants to speak to you. He wants to tell you wants to encourage you. He wants to motivate you. He's going to convict you. <laughs> but it's all out of love. 
so in this time of grief, lean on God. Don't lean on your own understanding. The word of God says, it says he is close to the brokenhearted. He's close to you. Even though you don't feel it or you don't see it, he is. He's waiting for you with open arms, actually, to talk to him. To call on his line. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo, what's up, homie? I'm going through it right now. I need your help. Simple as that. You could talk to God just like you would talk to a best friend. Just like you would talk to a father. He wants to talk to you. Because the more you sit in your own grief, the worse you're going to feel. And the more weight you're going to feel on your shoulders when you can literally just give it to God and you feel 10 times better trust me I've been where you are I tried to balance it on my own I've tried to say yo I'm good today I'm gonna worry about it oh I'm not gonna grief my grandmother I'm straight on that see something I remind me for and I start bawling crying out it's not a bad thing though Because the more you cry, the more you heal. Holding in the tears is is is, is worse than actually crying. <laughs> Honestly. But take this time and tell God how you feel. Pause this podcast. Yo, shoot, you can play this back. <laughs> you can definitely play this back. <laughs> You can stop it if you want. You can pause it. And you may not come back to it. I might have given everything you needed. But it'll be okay. Because God is with you. He will never leave nor forsake you. And you may be like, Melina, really me? Why me? I say that all the time. <laughs> but why not you? You're valuable to God. You're precious to him. You're not something he would want to throw away. You're more precious than rubies. God wants to talk to you because he wants you to experience a love that surpasses all understanding. A peace that surpasses all understanding. Because God is love. I think during this podcast, we're going to keep going to 1 Corinthians 13. But I want love to be the foundation of all of it. I want love to be the foundation of this podcast because God is love. And God's patient with you. His love is patient for you. He's kind. He's gentle. He's willing to 
spirited. He's not going to, God's not going to force himself into a situation that you don't want him a part of. Let me say that again. God is not going to force himself into a situation that you don't want him to be a part of. God's a gentleman. Believe it or not, God is a gentleman. Unless you ask him to intervene, he's not going to. He may see your situation and want to step in, but it's up to you to let him in. I believe Revelations 3... Let me get my Bible out so I don't deceive y'all. Um, I believe it's Revelation 3... Wedding? I could be wrong, I could be wrong, I could be wrong. Don't quote me. Yes, it is. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Revelation 3.20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him, dine with him, and he with me. I'm going to read that one more time for you guys. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me God knocks at your door are you going to answer are you going to answer have you answered because guarantee God was knocking on my door for days sitting there waiting outside on the porch he's like oh finally you finally let me in now we can now we can get to work now we can talk (laughs) cause when you dine with someone you don't just sit there and eat the food dine you talk you converse you laugh you cry you lay it all out on the table are you going to let God dine with you in your time of grief in your time of mourning in your time of, of pain and God never said I don't know where we get this thing from like when you give your life to Christ like your life is just exempt from pain and exempt from suffering exempt from everything that's bad with the world but it's actually the opposite you actually get more pain and suffering you actually get heartbreak you actually go through things that are worse than people that are going through in the world you want to know why because you're now of the body of christ and just like christ had to suffer you're gonna suffer But rejoice in that. Rejoice in all suffering and all in all in all things that you go through. Philippians 4 says, rejoice in the Lord always. That means always. Rejoice meaning knowing that the Lord is good. Knowing that He is with you. Knowing that no matter what emotion I may be feeling right now, that God is still good and He is worthy to be praised. Because God is never bad. 
He's always good. Nothing bad comes from God. Every good and perfect gift comes from God. I believe that's James 1, 7. Let me not deceive y'all again. And that's why I got my Bible out. Because the Holy Spirit is not not playing. Give me a second. Give me a second. Good, good gift comes from the Lord. That is with us in our time in suffering, in our time in pain, and it actually gives us the opportunity to grow our faith. Like James. One, two, it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you go into various trials. This is now three. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work that you will be perfect and complete and lack nothing. everything that you're going through it's not it's not in vain it's not in vain at all it's helping you endure your faith it's helping you grow in christ it's helping you get to know god more because once you get to know god more and you get to go through the pain and sufferings that jesus went through that's when you get closer to him it's when you get closer to him because you understand how he felt he felt the same way you felt when he died on that cross. You think Jesus wants to carry a 300-pound cross, a tree, a tree, a tree on his back? After he was he, he was weak, he had to carry it on a mountain top. He died on Calvary. He died. Death is not, is not, is not, you probably, you know how people say, when I die, I'm going to just die in my sleep. Jesus ain't dying in sleep. He got nailed to a cross. Yeah. Hands in and feet. Then stabbed. And they broke his legs. Teased him, mocked him, spit on him. While he was dying and going through all that pain and suffering. So when you're going through your trials and tribulations and your pain. That's a time where you're getting closer to Christ. That's a time where you understand how he felt. And you're like, Jesus, you went through this, so I know you're the person, the only person that understands. Think of like this. If you're going through grief right now, um, think of the story of, not the story. I don't like saying story because that sounds like it's a, a fairy tale or like a tale. In the Bible, it tells us, when Jesus fed the 5,000. 
And I think a lot of people skip this part where Jesus fed the 5,000 when he was going through a season of grief. He just lost his cousin, John the Baptist, which he's probably known for years. Like, they probably grew up, mind you, they grew up together. Hello, they grew up together. It was born around the same time. Like, come on now. They was buddy, buddy, you feel me? Out, out. They was, Jesus was at Mary and at, at Zachariah's house. John was at Mary and Joseph's house. Like, come on now. They was buddy, buddy. And that person he was so close to died. Because they were on the same mission for God. Jesus was on a different, sort of a different mission. John the Baptist was leading the way for Christ. But somebody he was so close to died. He got the news he died and he was, Jesus could have been like, All right, I'm done. I'm through it. I'm going to give up. Boom. But then he saw these people that wanted to know about Jesus, that wanted to know about God, that wanted to be saved, that wanted to be redeemed, healed, that were broken. And he fed them, even going through his time of grief and loss and pain. So if Jesus did that, and his spirit, God's spirit lives in us, the same spirit that lives in Jesus, you don't think Jesus understands a slight of what you're going through? That's completely false, and it's a lie from the devil. A straight lie from the pits of hell. God understands more than you can ever know if your family's not understanding, if your friends are not understanding. God understands. And that's why you're carrying this burden and you're thinking, God don't understand. He'll never relate to me. Why do I keep carrying this burden? You complain about the burden that's on your back, but you're not doing anything to get rid of it. You got to ask God to help you. You can't do it on your own. Philippians 4.13 says all things, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. It don't say I can do all things through, through myself that gives me strength. You don't give yourself strength. You can you can you can lift as many weights as you want. You can you can work out sixteen days a week. That's impossible. I mean, unless you're really dedicated. Um, <laughs> your strength doesn't even come close to the strength that God has. You're you're like a you're like a grain of salt in <laughs> in like all the salt in the world. Like, your strength is not even close to compared to the strength that God has. So God can carry your burden. Don't worry about him. Don't don't worry about him. God, God got it. You just have to give it to him. Now, y'all know me. Molina gonna give y'all some homework. And I'm gonna do the homework myself.
And actually, when y'all do the homework, send every time y'all do this. If y'all listen to the podcast for the first time, congratulations, welcome to the family. Welcome to the kingdom of God. Hello, yeah, girl, brother, sister in Christ, new siblings. Let's get it. Um, <laughs> but send me your homework. It's my Instagram is. I'm gonna give you my ministry Instagram. Um, Psalm dot four six five. Psalm P S A L M period like the dot not period dot four six five. And just send me your homework. I want to see if you feel comfortable. If the Lord lets you do that. And track your progress. Track, track, track your grief progress. Um, but I first want you to do first. If you did not pause it and you're still playing this, when I told y'all like ten minutes ago to go speak to God, if you didn't pause it, now is your time to do so. Your first thing I want you to do: talk to God, lay it all out, flat surface, clean cut. You feel me? Lay it all out. Um, next, I want you to read these verses. It's the ones that we talked about. Um, Psalm 34 17 to 18. This is an extra one. Psalm 147, verse 3. Psalm 40, 1 to 3. Matthew 11, 28. And Joshua 1, five okay and I want you to meditate on these verses so anytime you feel like you want to give up meditate on those verses but if you got to write it on your hand write it on a post-it note a sticky note and keep it in your book bag or make a sticker or like put it on the top of your notebook or something or make it your lock screen on your phone so every time you look at your phone you see it okay that is your homework. And also, get a journal. I want you to get like a grief journal, like specifically for your grief, like your grief process. Um, and every day I want you to write in it about how your grief process is going with the Lord. Because grief is a process. It's not, it's not, it's... It's, you're not going to just stop grieving one day. It's going to get easier. It's going to feel lighter. But start that today. If you have to go to the dollar store, get you a little composition notebook, I don't care. Do what you got to do. <laughs> but um, write every day how your grief process is going. And just get a separate journal for this. Like, don't use, like, your your, your notes that you use your Bible study in, like, don't use your notes on your phone. No. Write it out. 
Writing is therapeutic. It's much better than typing on a phone. So, that is your homework. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you all. Um, I just pray that you guys all share this. Tag me, tag my ministry, Psalm.465. When you guys post it, post new episodes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love you guys. And most importantly, Jesus loves you too. And continue to seek the kingdom of God. Because we on that road, baby. We on that road, we on that road, we on that road. And I love you all. And I pray this blesses you.